Hi, welcome to another episode of Giants Do Fall. I am Carla Greer. And I'm Steve Greer. And we want to continue. Yes, we must continue talking about rescue marriages. So this will be our part three, sweetheart. And uh, today we want to focus on... Let's stop letting the world uh-huh. dictate to us what marriage is supposed to be. That's right. The world always wants to tell us this is marriage or marriage is going to change. Well, I got news for you. We know what marriage is and the Bible is the only dictate that we follow. So let's see what the Bible says about marriage. Genesis 2 and 20 says, And Adam gave names to all cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found an help meet for him. And the Lord God caused the deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. The Bible says, Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked the man and his wife and were not ashamed. Amen. Amen. So that's the early design. That's it. Ain't no early design. That's the design. Yeah. Of God called for marriage. Now let's look at that. Adam was here first and God gave him a job. Mm -hmm. What was his job? His job was to have dominion and to name all of the cattle and the beasts and the fowl. He had a job. Mm-hmm. And that was his job, to do all of that. But at the end of doing all of that... What? What was wrong? There was, he was lonely. He was lonely. God looked uh, and said... Because God came down a lot, but he couldn't stay all the time. And Adam needed something someone that was like him, right? But God didn't send another man. Mm, mm, mm. That could answer a lot of questions right there. You said he didn't send another man. No, he didn't send another man. All right. Yeah. He sent a woman. A woman. There you go. A woman. A woman for the man. For the man, Ah. which he said should be a helpmeet. Mm -hmm. And so that was the design of marriage, period. That God created that a man and a woman That's right. should not, I mean, should be married. And then the Bible tells him that the man shall leave his mother and father and, and cleave, cleave to uh, his wife. Uh, Let's make it clear one more time. Marriage is between a man mm-hmm. and a woman. Mm-hmm. That's why we're letting you all know today and we're reinforcing, do not let society tell us about what true marriage is. It is 
between a man and a woman, mm -hmm. and it's not all about some who you love and all of that type of behavior. It's that a man and a woman should love each other, come together so they can replenish the earth in God's design. Now, I will say to you, we talk about soulmates, and sometimes two men or two women are, are mate in a way, um, but there is no sex there, mm -hmm. you know, and that is a relationship of friendship, okay? Now, what happens? Well, what happens is nothing happens. People need to find the person that they are going to marry of the opposite sex. That's it. That's all to it. Now, there are people who are married to the same sex. How do we deal with them? Well, they need to get saved and they need to get delivered. And then guess what? They got to get out of their relationship. They got to end their relationship. And I am very sad about these kids that they're getting, adopting, whatever they're doing. Uh. It's a mess, okay? But you got to get it right. You got to do it right. I said it, and I won't take it back. And I won't take it back either, because uh, call us whatever. We are Bible-believing people. We live in a Bible-believing times. It's a season my brothers and sisters, that we got to speak truth. Yeah. And this is the truth. We have to stop letting society tell us, the believers, what is considered marriage. We are here today to remind everyone, man and woman, man and woman, woman and man coming together. You said it earlier, to replenish the earth, to repopulate the earth, ain't no way in the world a man and a man can reproduce. And even if it was, still would be wrong. It would be wrong. So that's one of the, the myths. We can go on all day about that. That's right. Uh, talking about that. But here's another societal, uh, society uh, issue. It says right here that a man shall leave uh -huh. his mother. And cleave. And cleave. To his wife. To his wife. Now, this is for our my brothers out here, and I don't, I don't, I, I'm, I'm, maybe I am old fashioned. I don't think people like to say everybody not made for marriage. Hmm. All right, I really, really, really don't agree with that. I believe you make a choice, but I'm talking to the brothers now who are getting older, mm -hmm. and you're living at home with your parents. Wrong. Why? Bad choice. Why are you still living at home? If it's not health. If it's not for health reasons. Right, or mental reasons. Or mental reasons. When the Bible just clearly explains that you're supposed to be having a wife so that you can reproduce. I'm confused. And, uh... Right to, right to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it makes it clear because I believe that... A lot of our young men, again, we talked about this earlier on the podcast. We said a lot of young men, somebody they can't find a woman. And a lot of them want to be on their own. See, it's choices. You don't want the responsibility. That's the big word, the big R word, the responsibility. Because when you become a husband, 
you're supposed to take on a lot of responsibilities of providing, protecting uh, your family and your whole uh, situation. So I'm speaking to the brothers. I'm just asking you, is that uh, a lot of things you've been observing lately that a lot of young brothers wait to their almost 40 and 50? Yeah, well, a lot of women are waiting. And what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? And then all of a sudden you're saying, oh no, my biological clock is ticking. If you haven't had kids, you're ticking away. If you have kids, you're figuring, I got a couple kids, so that'll be fine. Most men want their own seed if they can get it. Right. So I'm going to tell you, they want their own child if they can get it. Most men, I didn't say all. So we need to do things right. Try doing God's way. It's not always, you know, what we want. But what does God say? What is God saying to you? Ask him. If you love the Lord and he dictates your life, ask him. Don't be afraid. The reason why I'm concerned, again, we're both concerned about families. And we're worried about the family structure. And we're worried about godly families being raised up in the land. I really am a believer of believing if God gave you life, then our job should be able to go and give life and reproduce life. And so uh, rescuing marriages, we want marriages to thrive and strive and live. And we want our young brothers and our sisters to stop stalling and waiting. I'm, I'm, you know, why do we have to keep dating for a long time? You shouldn't. Why do you have to go on all these exorbitant trips with a boyfriend? Or you want to call him a, 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 a husband? Or the man calls him a wife. You're not married. You're not legally married. You done made all these big old trips to these islands and to these different place states and did everything like a married couple but you're not legally under the covenant married. That's something that people really need to take a look at. Yeah, you want God to bless your union. God is not blessing that, I'm sorry. So let's ask for the real blessing of marriage, God's blessing. We want that, we want it for you. Yeah, we we really want to see uh, our young people and younger adults get married, stay together. How can people learn to stay together? Well, if people are dating and they're dating for a long time, that ought to be a hint that they can stay together. Um, if people are dating, even for a short time, find out who you're going to marry who you're dating, what they believe. Can we come together and agree? If you can, then maybe that's the person you should marry. Find out. Find out what you can't live with. We ask people, what can you live with? What can't you live with? Uh, Maybe someone might say, uh, I have a decision that one day uh, I'm going to be vegetarian. Just, just something simple. 
Well, a meat eater is going to have a problem. So if one person is a vegetarian and one person is a meat eater, are you going to be able to do it? You can. You can cook two kinds of meals or add something. So it can be done. There are vegetarians that are married to meat eaters. I use that as an example, but I know it gets deeper. Mm-hmm. So you have to ask people, what do you believe? You know, how do you feel about God? You know what you're saying? Yeah. You're saying really nothing more but just communicate with each other. Fully. Have a good communication time. Right. Don't just think about, you know, I got goosebumps. I like this person. But what do they believe? What's, what is sincerely some of the things that they believe? What are the things that you believe? And get together. If, if it's time, it's time. Come on, men. Come on, women. Let's get married today. <laughs> because we know we're speaking to a lot of people out there who know people who are probably on the edge and verge of being married. And that's why we've been feeling it in our spirit to talk about rescuing marriages. We also know that there are people out there that we've counseled for a lot of years who are on the verge and edge of becoming divorced. We always give people on that divorce issue. Listen, go before God, pray before God, get you some spiritual counseling, okay? I know in this society they want to do coaching and whatever that word is, but it's nothing like spiritual counseling. It's nothing like the word given to you because that spiritual counseling is going to go over in depth more than just that person that wants to be a coach or whatever the wording they call that. So those of you on the verge of divorce and you know somebody, we've got to really continue to fight for our marriages. Yeah, most things can be fought for and you can win. So fight for your marriage. Love one another. Try to communicate and try to stay together. Now, before we end, sweetie, here's the word I think we're going to talk about again in the next episode. If something damaging has happened, preacher, I can hear him saying that. They damaged me. They cheated on me. They uh, just don't understand me. You know, Jesus always told us to do something. And I think a lot of people can't do it. Forgive Forgive. your brother. Yeah. 70 times. Seven. Yeah. That's a lot of times. And that's just an example. Most things can be forgiven. It takes time. But it can be done. So we're praying for you. We're praying for marriage. Marriage. Take, let's take the muffle off of marriage. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do this. We're going to come back with part four. Yes. We're going to talk about the forgiving factor. Yes. How to learn how to move past hurt and get into forgiveness, especially when our marriages. Because I really believe what God has joined together. No man. No man should put asunder. I believe about the cord, the three-band cord. Three-fold cord can't easily easily be broken. broken. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that also. Because there's the major piece in marriage that needs to be discussed. Sweetie, I want you to pray for marriages and it will end. 
Father, we thank you. We thank you for the marriages that exist today, the Christian marriages. Lord, we're presenting our marriages to you, and we're asking for your blessing. And, oh God, we want the anointing of marriage. Yeah, why not? We want to be examples. We want to have good marriages, and we want to uh, represent you to show the world what we can do through you. Now we're praying for those who don't have good marriages and those who aren't married yet. Mm -hmm. We're praying, Lord, that you bless them, that you direct them, and that you show them the way to go. We're praying that you heal those who have broken marriages. And Lord, we're asking you to do all this in your son Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. God bless you. And we want you to remember that giants do do fall. fall. God bless you. God bless you.